welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Isaac Edlin, I am going to be your host tonight, and we have with me one other Infinity Bro, Zane Ellis. Zane, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic, how are you doing? I am doing great. Uh, we just got done playing a couple rounds of Battlefront 2, so that was that was some yes, fun. always a good time. Um, I, I actually appreciate that we did it not on supremacy because i feel like i've been playing that more so and those games just never end dude oh like, yeah that gets really you can tough. play a game for like an hour and still not be done with it it's like oh man but the modes that we were playing i think were definitely more fun so yeah that's kind of what we've been settling into the groove on because yeah the supremacy like you got to push back to the ship and like oh man if you don't get it you're going back down to earth and you got to win this round again yeah some of those games you're yeah. in there for an hour and you're like this is still the same game it's, i just want to be done you just go back and forth and back and forth and yeah it's it's rough sometimes but when you're doing it with friends it's all exactly good. it's always it's a good all time good but we are not here to talk about star wars no. we're here to talk about something else uh, this is a special bonus minisode where zane and i are going to be reviewing spider-man miles morales uh the new uh game that just came out a couple months ago um on ps5 launch and uh zane and i both were able to acquire it and we actually both have ps5 so we can give maybe a little little mini review of our ps5s as well um but yeah we're we're super pumped to talk about this game both spider-man fans uh right zane so um i'd say yeah, I'd say we're we're probably the biggest Spider-Man fans in the Infinity Bros. Uh, I'd say we're up I, there. Yeah, I think we'd put Jared up there as well. But yeah, Jared's kind of up there. Max is Max is uh, into the Spider Verse fan. That, yeah, he that's loves true. he loves that movie. That's for sure. Um, but we're gonna get into it right away with our segment of get to know oh, an Infinity Bro. Classic Isaac and Zane mess around. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, so the the question that I'm going to ask today for Get to Know Infinity Bro is, Zane, what was your first exposure to Spider-Man? Uh, your first, like, memory of Spider-Man? Like, what got you into it? That's a... So I'll let you go ahead and go first. That's an in-depth question. Because even as I was sitting here, like, just as we logged off uh, Battlefront, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, man, what is my first exposure? Like, as I'm think- thinking back on it, and I'm kind of drawing to like three um, points um, of, and actually all three different media. But um, my first exposure to comic books was Spider-Man. The first comic book I ever read was a Spider-Man comic book. Um, and I remember it because um, like I didn't know, like, okay, like I knew about comic books, but I know where to get them. I didn't have any comic book shops near me. And so I went to the library and just the minimal selection of comic books they had, one of them happened to be one of the uh, old school Spider-Man omnibus. So one of the big, thick, just tons of Spider-Man pages. And so I was like, yeah, Spider-Man's kind of cool. And so all this was happening around the same time of the um, first Spider-Man movie coming out. So there was hype there because I was... 10 and you're like this is awesome i had (laughs) this exposure from the library of you know reading this comic book and then at the same time i don't i don't even remember like what prompted it i don't know maybe because the hype from the movie um but 
back in the day, like when you got cereal boxes, um, sometimes like it would come with like a demo in it and it came with a demo of a PC version of the Spider-Man video game. Oh, wow. And all it was, was like the first level of the Spider-Man game. And I installed that and I, like, that was my first exposure. Like, this is awesome. This is the coolest game ever. I played that so much and it was literally just the first level. At, that is it, just this demo Gosh. and i played that Kids so these much. days will never know the joy of opening something from a cereal box right Man. i can think like, back of all the you... cool stuff like the oh, you, we had so much good you stuff you get all the like the star wars the lightsaber spoons Oh yes, <laughs> like, the lightsaber spoons. Oh my all the gosh, different things like that. Amazing. You're just like, yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> yes. Why don't they bring those back? Oh my goodness, that that's a that is a throwback. Man. <laughs> right? That's awesome. The one I was thinking of was you mentioned the demos. Like they always had like little demos. I remember they had a home run derby, and oh, you, yep. you could collect like six different discs yep. that had different players <laughs> to play the home run derby on. And I I played those for hours. I mean, I was like a I think you were too Zane. I was a PC player back in the day, so I would just sit and I mean, if my mom didn't pull me off of the computer, I'd be sitting and playing those games for just hours. Oh right, and like yeah. that was the only exposure because even growing up, I mean, that was the only like video games we had is the computer. Like my parents, yeah, weren't you know video games weren't you know a big thing or whatever, and they didn't have. A, we didn't have any of that growing up until we got a little bit older. Right. So it was just the yep. computer. And so, yeah, yep, I same. remember many, uh, many of afternoons of playing, uh, computer games from, you know, age of empires and stronghold. Oh yeah. Played a lot of those. Cause my age mom, always, my mom always had a thing of, um, we could sell her on, um, like being able to play a video game. If we could tie into some, like knowledge or like a historical context to it and so we're like oh age of oh, empires yeah. like right oh you know you're paying risk risk I mean. <laughs> right like stronghold like come on you're oh learning my gosh. so That's we great. totally found ways to sell <laughs> games like that uh-huh. and Absolutely. then uh me and my brother that's also when we first uh started discovering how to kind of work the system a bit because we'd always play madden as well and i remember it was madden 2002 oh, yeah. Yep. We had it on the computer. 2002, man. Yep. Dante Culpepper. Yep, right on the yep. cover. And that was a good I, one. I always played on the keyboard, and then my brother had like a <laughs> had a had a controller, and so we'd always play against each other. Uh-huh. And I I think we've talked about this on a on a previous mini set, Zane, because I remember playing with my cousins, and we would share the keyboard. Like we would, one I'm, person would I'm have one sure side of have. the keyboard, yeah. and one person had the so other. We, side we never of had the it keyboard. like that. Like I got the keyboard to myself, but. Um, we always, cause my mom was always like, okay, you can each could play for an hour. So we like, well, we're playing together. So we're going to use my hour and then Austin, we're going to use your hour. So together that's two hours, but we're just sharing there the hours. <laughs> yes. It made sense Perfect. in our young minds, but uh, absolutely. It didn't always absolutely. fly with That's mom. how you work the system, man. Exactly. That's how you work the system. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> we're playing on Austin's hour right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is awesome. I never, you know, I never get a chance to play the old Spider-Man game. So if they, maybe if they show up on Steam or something at some point, that'd be kind of fun to go back and I mean, play those old it, games. If you don't have the nostalgia to be rough, because graphically, oh my goodness, they True. are. Oh, I'm sure the graphics oh man. Are, are rough at this point, for sure. They are, they're <laughs> bad. But like the, because I think it was technically like the Spider-Man, it, I think it was also the one on the 64, Is it was this the version that i had for the pc as well i think 
or maybe like PS1. I don't remember, but it was one of the old, old ones. I was just like, this is the coolest yeah, thing ever. Great. I love Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, same, same dude. So uh, in light of that, um, my first exposure to Spider-Man was uh, Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s. Um, I, we And we didn't watch a lot of TV uh, growing up, but I remember catching a couple episodes when we were like, yeah, it must have been at my like, grandma's house or something like that. And I was like, this is awesome. I, I remember seeing Mysterio on one of the episodes Ooh. and I was like, this is, right. this is so like, cool. Who is this guy? That guy. Yeah, this guy, this guy could just disappear. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Spider-Man obviously is kicking butt, and and I kept watching a couple episodes, and I I ran into the arc about Lizard, Ooh. which is, I mean, because of that arc in the animated series, Lizard is my favorite Spider-Man villain. The dude, ugh, they they did not do him justice. An amazing Spider-Man, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> it would be fun to see a live-action Lizard at some point that that is a good one but uh, man like I, I fell in love with the animated series and i you know further on through childhood just with like merchandise i remember having a ton of spider-man coloring books i don't know why that sticks out <laughs> to me but like i i would just use those for hours just coloring in all the all the different spider-man pictures and all the villains and stuff like that so much fun and i i think i had a couple action figures not like I, I wasn't a big action figure kid. Um, my brother was super into like action figures, Aww. so I think he might have had a couple of Spider-Man ones. But, but yeah, and then like you said, when the Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi Spider-Man series went out, that's what really got me Yo. into Spider-Man. I think I might have read a couple comics before that, but I wasn't a big comic reader either in my childhood. But man, when those uh, Raimi Spider-Man movies came out, I was all in. Right, I was like, like this Spider-Man is the coolest is thing the I've ever seen. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. Ugh, so good. And this is maybe going into my nostalgia of Spider-Man Three. Like, obviously, it's not a great movie, and it was kind of a bummer of an ending to that trilogy. But I remember watching that for the first time, and I was like this is awesome <laughs> right. like they had venom in it right they had sandman yep. it was such a cool movie and yeah i mean i do remember watching him doing his like saturday night live strut down the street and i was like <laughs> okay even at whatever age it was like, it this must is have been like corny 13 or 14 i was like okay okay, okay. right like okay <laughs> but the rest of the movie was it was awesome, awesome. you're like this you is know, like yeah climactic like you're just throwing all this stuff at right, you yeah. you're like oh my goodness yep. what is going on Oof, man yep the nostalgia for spider-man 3 is strong so that's why i have such visceral reactions well, <laughs> to people right. it, who trash it's, it. <laughs> it it's weird too on for whatever reason some of the nostalgia i have for that movie isn't even for the movie itself remember for whatever reason when they promote it burger king promote the crap out of spider-man oh, 3 yeah and yeah, there were some places that even had like the venom burger where the bun was like dyed yep. black. Yep. And they they brought that back. Not it was for the venom movie. They yeah, brought that back yeah. again too. Was, and like I just I part of that, that nostalgia was remember and all the promo material and all, like all the fry boxes and all their stuff had mm-hmm. Spider Man stuff. And that's one of my memories too of just like Sunday after church or whatever we went to Burger King and we we're just eating and it just that's. A memory that sticks with me of all the spider-man yeah. promo stuff because it's around the time we watched yep. it and just yeah 
Well, and those are like our informative years too. I mean, we were in like what middle school because yeah. that was. Um, now I got to look up when when that uh, date was. It must have been well, the first one was two thousand two. So yeah, two thousand eight, nine or something. No, it was earlier. It's got to be earlier than nine. Yeah, maybe two thousand seven. Yeah, because nine would have been when I graduated high school. Two thousand seven. Yep. Yeah, like sophomore. You would have been. When did you graduate? You would have been like 10, a junior. So. Oh, so 2007 okay. so the freshman. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that was like, yeah, informative. Like, I mean, we didn't know what a good movie was <laughs> right. at that point. It's just so. like, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a superhero. It's Spider-Man. Uh, he's facing Venom. Like, Venom <laughs> was awesome at that point as well. Like, he was up there with my favorite villains. And, and yeah, now looking back on it, Topher Grace definitely wasn't the right, the, like, no. the right casting for that. But like, at the time, thought? it didn't matter. Who it was Venom. Was it, I didn't care. I yeah, right. I don't know. Sony, <laughs> Sony dropped the ball on Spider-Man 3, unfortunately. But the nostalgia is strong for that I think movie, what, for what's sure. weird, though, about it is as much we talk about Venom... It, it totally overshadows how good of a villain Sandman was in that movie. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that Sandman was, is I think that was one of those first exposures movie. to, um, it, like you said, on the formative years, that it, you had a good, sympathetic villain. Like, you understood right. his, his plight. Yeah, exactly. And you understood why he was doing what he was doing. It wasn't just right. like, oh, I'm mad at Spider-Man. I'm but, Like, he legit <laughs> had a reason for yeah. what, he, what he was doing. Yeah, and that was like almost new in kind of in the earlier years of superhero movies when they're really getting going. So I mean, that wasn't that was kind of a fresh concept at that mm, point. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was definitely cool. And man, the way they like retconned Uncle Ben's death into Spider-Man three and had you know Hayden Christensen Church like in that, yep. involved in those scenes and stuff. That was so it had cool. so much more I, of an impact. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So the good parts of Spider-Man three definitely outweigh the really cheesy parts right from it's just so. the cheesy stuff sticks a little more that's what you end up remembering but then when you think about <laughs> but, it hey, you're like we got oh. some we got some gold memes and gifts out of those right so, i mean we can't really complain we can't really complain about it that's true <laughs> so some deep nostalgia between both of us for sure spider-man most so, definitely um, and i know for personally for me spider-man's always been my favorite superhero so these games are like a no-brainer spider-man oh, ps4 right. is top it's definitely top like three favorite games of all time it's contested argument could be made for number one for me when marvel's spider-man miles morales was announced earlier this 2020 it was announced early in 2020 my mind was blown because it was only two years after uh, marvel's spider-man was released which i mean for a video game you know development turnaround is pretty quick right and granted it is a shorter game but man i was like my mind was blown when they announced that i was like this is amazing um and that trailer was fantastic oh yeah my hype was just off the charts for spider-man miles morales right and i think part of that too was what you had from the Spider-Man game, the first one, it was so well done, so well crafted. As soon as you got that trailer, it was one of those things you were immediately like, yes. Like, there was no doubt in your mind that I'm ready for Miles Morales. Like, you're ready. It's one of those sequels that, like, this was, you know, the first one was so good. We're going to just hit the ground running right on the next one. And so as soon as you got yeah. that first, you know, taste, like, hey, this is what we're doing on the next one. It's like, all right, give it to me. I'm already ready. I'm yeah. pre-ordering right now. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I... 
I kind of held off on pre-ordering because I didn't know I didn't pre-order PS5 and I didn't know like when I'd be able to get a PS5. And so I held off on the pre-order of Spider-Man and eventually I was just like, I can't wait. I have to buy this for my <laughs> PS4 because I I can't sit here and wait for for everybody else to play this game and me right. hear all I, the spoilers I need to and play all it. that yeah. stuff. Like I need to play this game. So I ended up buying it for my PS4, played uh, I think about 75% of the of the game. And then luckily they have cross save. So when I got my PS5, I was able to transfer my save over to my PS5. But man, this game is fantastic. So uh, we are going to get into a pretty detailed review. So we're going to give you guys a spoiler warning. If you have not played Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales and you're planning to, I would say probably just skip this episode and come back when <laughs> when you're ready for it because I mean we're gonna be going through uh, pretty much everything that goes in this very short campaign and we don't want you to be spoiled if you don't want to be so another thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go over our uh, review and rating probably towards the end of the minisode here of of the Marvel's uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales so if you have not are not familiar with our rating system we're gonna play that right here here on the Infinity Bros podcast. Everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible, and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a 6, it gets an Infinity Snap. So Zane, Miles Morales. Initial, we'll, we'll save the ratings for the, like the very end of it, but like, what were your initial thoughts like when this game was coming out? Like, Obviously, we already mentioned the hype was high, and you pre-ordered a PS5, yeah, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you had it. Did you have the game on launch too? Because you pre-ordered the game, or did so, you just? Well, no, I ended up uh, waiting off on the pre-order too because I was like, I just want to get it on the PS5. So right. I just waited till I got my. P- so I didn't technically because it came out a little bit before the PS5 came out. I think if I remember right. But I was like, I just I don't want this. Yeah, it was within the same week. Yeah, I and I was like, I don't want like this that. on my PS4. Like I'm just PS PS5. Yeah. And as soon as I got my PS5, like fired up. That was the first thing. I went to the store, bought it, got it downloaded. Later. I was like, this is going to be my first game that played through on the PS5. Yes. And yeah, so I was I was hype about it. Like, I was super excited that that was going to be, like, the launch title on the PS5. And I was like, I'm I'm all in. Yes. That's, that's the game uh, I want. That is, like, that's the game that gets people to buy PS5s. Right. Granted, there were not many launch titles. Like, there's not many games. and And they made a lot of the games like cross generational. So I, like I mentioned, I played my Miles Morales on my PS4. So, I mean, maybe that dampened the hype of getting it on your PS5, but still like this game was so good that you want you wanted to play it on a PS5. Right. And like so many things were coming out about the remastered um Spider-Man as well. Mm-hmm. Like they have, you know, the ray tracing, you can go like 60 frames per second they have like a performance mode they have a lot of different options to basically make the game like more smooth and more beautiful than on your ps4 and i was just pumped for all of that so i when i finally ended up purchasing it i bought the ultimate edition which which includes the the remaster remastered spider-man so that's next up for sure on my playthrough list because again that was one of my favorite games of all time. Super pumped to play through that one right. again. And I think there's even a different platinum for the remastered version. 
from what I've been hearing. So that would make sense because usually uh, a lot of times when a game gets a remaster, it'll get another platinum on it. Right. Just for yeah, so slightly I, I different might, stuff. I might, if I'm playing through it and I like am feeling it, I might go for the double platinum on that there one. Because that again, it's a fantastic game. Absolutely. If you haven't played Spider Man PS4, go check that out. It is an amazing game. But I'm assuming since you all are listening to this mini sode, you have probably played through Marvel Spider Man and Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. So, Zane, the first thing we come upon in Miles Morales is it kind of picks off a little bit like slightly after Spider-Man PS4. It basically is like he's learning to use his powers. Um, it's not like immediately afterwards because he he is a little bit skilled yeah. in his powers. But when we pick it up at the beginning, Peter is teaching him how to use. He's basically going through spider training. And he learns how to use his venom powers like right away in the beginning, which is his his bioelectric yep. powers, basically. So for those of you guys who aren't familiar with Miles Morales, this might have come as a little bit of a surprise to you guys. But man, it, it was really cool to see almost an origin story because we didn't really get that in the first Spider-Man, which I was actually okay with. Right. But uh, what did you what did you think about the whole starting almost coming of age story in this in this game? Yeah, like I liked how yeah, how it just kind of it didn't really bog it down like they they didn't have a ton of exposition like they were just like okay this is coming right off of what you had from the first one we're going to hit the ground running has it established that he's kind of been hanging around he's been getting his lessons from Peter yeah he's just he's decent he's got some skill but like he's not like fully refined and um like you see that right away you know in those first few mm-hmm. fights and i was like yeah. kind of the you know you kind of get as it moves along to kind of introduce you on stuff, it sets the story, get kind of yeah. introduces you to the mechanics and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I thought it was a good way to, you know, just get the ball rolling on the game, get stuff established. Right. This is, and yeah. just give you enough of the head cannon and just, all right, roll right. with it. Right. And it was a perfect way to do the tutorial. Right. With Peter, you know, setting up all those like challenges around the city mm-hmm. for Miles to complete, you know. So that was kind of a cool little little thing. And I one thing that I thought was really cool was that they didn't have Peter in this story. Yep. Like he like was right in the first boss fight when they faced Rhino. And he actually got his butt kicked and Miles saved him, which was which was really mm-hmm. cool. And then he just ducks out like he's he's off to I forget the country that he goes to right. with MJ, but he's like taking pictures for us yep. in some other country. And Miles is by himself. He's like taking care of New York as Spider-Man by himself. And it's it's just really cool that I mean, this is Miles's game. You know, this isn't this isn't a Spider-Man sequel. This is Miles Morales. Yep. And I thought that was really cool that they just like straight up gave Miles a game. Yeah. It would have been easy to have Peter in there and like do missions as Peter and do other cool things as Peter. Maybe even have you know switch characters and stuff, and maybe they'll integrate that in this the Spider-Man sequel. But it was just I thought it was really cool that they just straight up gave him his own game. The coming of age story was just really cool through that. So, and another like note on the on the learning stuff. They did such a great job. The, the game itself is smooth as butter. The game itself is amazing. But they did a great job at making Miles just like kind of 
I mean, he's an awkward teenager. Yep. <laughs> that's that's who he is. When he's swinging, he kind of like loses control. If you go too fast, if you like swing up and let go of the web right away, like yep. he kind of his arms are waving and, and <laughs> like that's... they did a really good job of showing that like he's learning. Right, this, you know? exactly. Like, like that's he's... something that I yeah I really enjoyed because you pick up on that right away and like it especially as you're like playing um, from like the first one. It, the you know Peter's movements are so refined and he's agile yeah, and very, yeah. but then you come in Miles and you can actually get that sense of not only is you're swinging around but in your fighting like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of that awkwardness like he's not yeah. fully like he's still got the cool moves and everything else yeah but right. it, it, it's still not like that super refined it, it's the same but it's just enough to be Miles's own fighting style Miles's own swing yeah, style right. like. it's spider-man and what you got from the first one but they also made it unique enough to miles morales that it wasn't just like copy and paste of what you had playing the first game like it was just unique enough to be his own and i thought that added a lot of uh characteristic to the game it really yeah brought it more home that this is miles morales this isn't peter absolutely yeah so i mean he defeats uh rhino and saves peter in the first scene and then they go on and i mean he he meets uh simon kriegler who is the head of roxon corporation and they kind of end up being one of the big bads in in the whole game and you know you keep going further on down the line and you meet finn mason who is miles morales like childhood friend who he did all these science projects with she's basically really smart and you find out that she is the tinkerer which okay so zane i don't how familiar are you with like the ultimate like universe and comics and stuff like Um, that not super i mean i've seen a little bit but like i'm not super versed on it. right yeah i think i think i'm pretty much on the same page as you so when i saw this and like she shows up and Obviously, like we as comic book fans, we know that Phineas Mason is the tinkerer who is an old white guy (laughs) in the comics. But like you see her name and you're like, wait a minute. Okay. All right. So us comic book fans, we kind of know what's coming, even though like you you don't really see that in the story until about halfway through. Because, I mean, you're discovering, as Miles, you're discovering what is going on with, like, kind of the shady dealings yeah. of the Roxxon Corporation. And, okay, so this is the part that I didn't know. Like, I don't I don't know much about the Ultimate Universe, so I don't know if Phineas Mason is, you know, a young black woman in the Ultimate comics. But I, th- I love the twist. I was like, yeah, get old white tinkerer out of here we don't need that guy <laughs> like this this is a really cool twist on the story and i again i don't know if this even is a twist because maybe it's that way in the in the ultimate comics. see i don't that. i'm not exactly sure i'm not entirely sure on that either i think for whatever reason there's something in the back of my mind that's telling me that like i don't know if tinker was ever established in the ultimate universe like this was they th- they, right. they took the idea from, you know, the main 616. They were like, yeah, we want right. this in Miles' story. And so they tweaked yeah. it for the game. Because I don't right. think that was technically in... Or the Tinker yeah. might have been, but I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not super knowledgeable sure. on Ultimate Universe. But yeah, the way they did it, they set it up. They gave that story to it. They gave that connection. And again, it just goes to show how they're like, well, no, this is Miles' game. And we're yeah. telling Miles' right. story. And mm-hmm. just the way... 
the the connection they had and the way they established it. So yeah, I was just like, I, this is the Tinkerer. Like this is Finn. Yeah. Like this is Miles' villain right here. Like this is how it works. Like I'm okay. fine with it. Yeah. So I'm actually reading here that in the Ultimate Universe, he is a young guy. So they did they did switch Their some own, stuff around, yep. which I'm like totally fine with because and Marvel has been doing this lately too. I mean they're like drawing off of the MCU and a lot of their content and other media for their comics. Right. Like they're integrating all of that stuff into their comics. And actually Jarrett uh threw this in our in our Infinity Bros group chat a while back. The Mr. Fantastic now in the comics. The dude looks like John Krasinski, right. <laughs> who has been fan cast as Mr. Fantastic for a long time. Yep. Probably like, I don't know, five five to six years or something like that. People have been calling for that. Like that is amazing that whoever's writing these comics and, and illustrating these comics is like, all right, let's get in on this. Like, right. Yeah, this we'll is, get in on this, this trend. So cool. Why not? <laughs> yeah, so but I thought that was a really cool way to make it like you said like make it miles's game right this is somebody he knows as a childhood friend who becomes a villain and somebody he has to defeat to you know ultimately save new york so i thought that was awesome so zane did you have did you have any specific things that you did not like about the game um like nothing uh, like i can't necessarily say like from an aspect of dislike, like it took some getting used to the, um, like from the tinker and like that underground, the, the whole concept of like the hard light weapons they used. That was just a little odd because it just seemed, I don't want to necessarily say like they could just like manifest whatever they were. Right. Like it, it of just, kind of thin air. it seemed more far fetched just because. Yeah. Right. I can definitely see that. Just because you, you didn't, have as much like i guess guess you put some of it to like suspension of belief um like you never Mm -hmm. necessarily saw anything in the game or in that universe of saying that like why this technology is here but you're also like well this is spider-man then like the villains don't always make sense like of course they're gonna have crazy gadgets and and you're also going from this established stuff of finch like she's a genius she's super smart um, they have the energy stuff they're working, you know, from rocks on. Her brother was a genius. So he had some take you through baby steps of explaining, like, where that came from. And at first you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. But then as you play, you just got used to it. Like, it was just kind of, yeah, right. oh, well, this is just run of the mill. Here's your bad guys. And they, right. this is what they have for their weapons. It was like, yeah, okay. exactly. And then it, it yeah. did fit kind of as you went on with kind of the theme they were going for of just the I don't know if you picked up on it but as you play the way they use color in this game and like the brightness and the contrast like not only do you have the whole like it's set on Christmas and you got lights and the way yeah. the shine like and they use so much of that with like the way stuff reflected off of Miles's suit and then you got them with the yeah. different like the purple of the hard light and the mm-hmm. so like the way they use just the light and the reflection in the game, like it made it its own unique experience because you were like, as you're sitting there fighting, you're kind of like looking at these lights and you're like, well, I know I'm in the middle of a fight, but this looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. That's true. 
definitely. It definitely felt like its own game, which was amazing. For sure. Like that, that was definitely a plus uh, because I I was slightly worried about that going into it, that it was going to be kind of just a, a spinoff, you know, per se, which it it is. But I mean, he I mean, he could get a legit sequel out of this game. This isn't just like a one time thing like this game was so good that I definitely could absolutely see them making a sequel for it and maybe even a full length sequel. Like I'd love to see a full. Well, I, I feel like the way Insomniac wanted to do it is that with the game one, you got Peter's story and then but not only did you get Peter's story, you also got part of Miles' story. Because mm-hmm. like you had everything True. that happened, yeah. you know, with Miles, you, right? You you like see his origin in that, and movie. I, I, and I feel or, like sorry, that's game. part why this game was a little shorter is because you already had some of Miles, and so mm-hmm. now like you have you know this much of what you had with Spider Man and Peter, and then you introduce Miles and you keep running that, and then this is a little shorter because now you've had this established with Miles, so now I think in our like our next game, there's no like oh there's two Spider Man. You, you can go in the next be. game. Like yeah. you don't necessarily have to go. That's true. A sequel to Spider Man. You don't need a sequel to Miles Morales. Like now, you just go. That's true. We're just making Spider Man games. Okay. And so now, okay. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm in on that. Right. Honestly, like, like I, I like that idea. Whether you have Peter, whether it's Miles, you, moving forward, right. it's just, it's just Spider Man. Because yeah. you've and then you, established... then you don't necessarily have to be focused on two different franchises. Like then you can exactly. just potentially interchange, you know, who you're playing as, yep. and that would be pretty. Or cool. I mean, okay, I'm in on that. Even give it a game of where you have both, and then they both have their own set of. So like you know, let's say you're playing as Miles or Peter, and then you know which one you're playing as. Say you're given a mission maybe it could play out differently as who you're playing as or it you know you have the establishment of both these characters that now you can continue forward on i like it from the aspect too that since they established miles as his own thing and peter's a, like you're also connecting their villains separately and i think that sets up now that you can bring that together so, like, yeah. th- it'd be right. sweet, you know, you bring back, you know, Vulture or Electra or, you know, any of those villains you fought in the first game. Well, I want to fight those guys as Miles. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, for real. But, like, they didn't, like, separate those as, like, well, no, this is Miles' story, this is Peter. Like, you, yeah. they brought it together. So now, like, I could see it in another game of, like, well, True. you're going to get to a point maybe where you get that in a mission where you know mm. peter's gotten his butt kicked now you do have to come in as miles and now you do get to face doc ock or yeah. you know you, you know you just get the the difference that you get to run this with miles like they've set up and created so much more story that it's not just peter's story and it's not just miles story it's spider-man's story whether it's yeah, peter right. or miles you know yeah yeah dude i'm i'm all in i love your idea man i think that would be fantastic for i mean you would think that they're already in somewhat of production for the sequel to spider-man so i mean because i don't know just because this game was shorter and it came out in 2020 would you would you think that the sequel for spider-man would be coming out in about 2022 or 23 um or is that too early do you think like I could see, it, like it, it all depends. Like I don't know. I mean, obviously coming off with everything with COVID and everything, like of how 
it's been working on because I feel like they always want to keep sure. going, you know, bigger and more and just keep, right. you know, pushing the boundaries on this. But like I, I knew like Sony's on to something where they're like, hey, we need to buy Insomniac. And so like yeah. they can give it the money, they can give it the focus, they can keep, you know, pumping. So like, uh, like I could see something in, you know, maybe 2023. I think that it's a decent timeline of. Um, what the games have come out because you, like you, you've already established everything you have stuff built you now have the ps5 which you've you built miles morales to run on so you kind of have that sample to build off of for your next game it's not like you're completely building something new and yeah. so yeah like i could see that as fitting a timeline yeah definitely uh so just kind of going back to the like negative things about this game there weren't many like i absolutely loved this game kind of the only thing that i think they could have added was they just didn't have that many villains and it it is due to the short nature of the of the game um unfortunately i think but it would have been fun to have a few more throw some more villains in there as like side missions that don't necessarily because the main story was good like even though it was short um i didn't feel like it was too short you know like they they did a great job on the main story but i did miss like not having a ton of villains that i had to fight you know like it, it seemed like i was just fighting goons most of the game and then even even finn honestly didn't feel like that big of a fight at the end like rhino was a little bit of a of a boss fight or whatever but i kind of missed boss fights honestly like there just there just wasn't that many big villains in this game so i i was kind of bummed about that but other than that like this game was amazing and so man i i have a hard time finding anything else negative about it but it would have been nice if they could have thrown in a few more side missions with some different villains right. or something like that but like yeah I, I i can see that side of the argument of wanting more villains but for me i think it just it did so much of adding and creating to miles's story and the fact that he's a brand new spider-man he doesn't have villains he hasn't made the yeah. villains yet you know what I, like and, and, and that's what I mean, like, that's why, like, with this established that now you have Peter's villains and you got new Miles that you can have him fighting the old villains. You're seeing this creation of not just we have your established with everything with Peter, but you have this new emergence of Miles. And so not only do we get to like this game was, you know, the coming of age, if you will, with Miles and watching that progress. But now moving forward. I feel like there's a great opportunity now to see the progression of and creation of villains for Miles. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we kind of got it. Like yeah. we saw the creation of like Doc Ock with in the game one. Right. I mean, you still had some of the other ones. Yeah, there's not a ton of villains for Miles because he's brand new. No one knows him. Right. Yeah, that that does make sense. And like, if they had to create villains, then they then they gotta do the whole backstory and origin story and stuff like that. So, I mean, that would have taken a lot of time, I guess, for a side mission. Like, you would have had to incorporate that into the main story right. somehow. And like, how you would have had to do, do that is you would have had to take an old 
villain from Peter's, you know, past and like thrown him in there and Miles could have been like, Oh, I heard Peter talk about this guy, blah 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 or something and had to track down different things throughout the city and then eventually fight him but but yeah i definitely i see that point though because yeah you're right i mean they would have had to create if if you want to make this miles's game you would have had to create another villain for him instead of you know just taking because they already did that with rhino i mean they took him from peter's past or whatever but it would it would it's still in my eyes i think i would have liked to see a couple more villains especially because I mean, and we will see more in the next Spider-Man game for sure. But man, he's got—he's so, like got one of the best rogues galleries out there. Oh, for sure. And I—I I can't wait to see what they do with it in the next one. Last thing we want to go over before we give our ratings here: the post-credit scene, talking about—I don't know if it's fresh in your mind, Zane, but basically we go back to uh, the Osborne Oscorp lab. And Harry is still floating in the tank, right? And mm-hmm. he's got kind of the the black symbiote organism yep. stuff kind of uh, wrapped around him. And he, how does it go? He like comes up, or Norman is in there, right? Yep. And he is talking. I mean, he's been, you know, he's he's had Harry in this tank for who knows how long. He has like some sort of illness, like cancer or something well, no, like that, and he's basically trying to slow it down, right? Well, they're trying to slow it down because, if I remember correctly, of how they have it established in that universe, because I think you got it in the side stuff. I thought they were doing the whole thing that they were kind of giving him almost like the Flash Thompson route, in that like he was right, like an astronaut. Yeah. And he was, like, in space, or he was some experiment, and then came back, and, like, and I think that's how you can introduce the whole, the symbiote thing. Yeah. And, like, that's why he's in the tank, because they don't know what it is, he's sick, and then, yeah, like, then with this, how Norman comes in, he's like, no, wake him up, and the doctor's there, and it's just like, I, we don't know, we don't know if this is gonna kill, like, we don't know, and I was just like, nah, wake him up. And you're just like, oh, right. dang. <laughs> and then, actually, the guy that tells him to wake it, that is kind of, like, hesitant about it, he calls him Kurt. So that's yeah. probably Kurt Connors. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, I'm down. Like, yeah, right. give me Lizard, give me Venom in Spider-Man 2. Like, <laughs> this, this is shaping up to be an amazing game. And if you put Miles in there, too, and give him a couple of his own, like, origin villains to fight, man, the future of... Spider-Man is looking good right. in the video games. Well, like, that makes you wonder, though, because what you have established... So, technically, like, we don't have Venom. We don't have Lizard. Like, there are some that we don't have. Like, since you've kind of created this story with both of them, like, you could almost make those villains as split now. Like, that's not necessarily a Peter villain or a Miles villain. Like, and that's how right. the focus could, of having yeah. them go against, you know? Mm-hmm. True. Because, like, they weren't created for one or the other and then you could bring them in and kind of you know there's another creation of a villain you know right well and yeah even with the first uh marvel spider-man like they they tweak stories they tweak origins like doc ock in the comics is one of peter's oldest foes you know like i think he faces them in like the 10th issue of amazing spider-man like it's it's very early and in this one, I mean, he's already got an established group of villains. And now the origin story of Doc Ock, I mean, happens relatively late. Yep. In, well, I, I shouldn't say late because I think he's actually 
still only like mid 20s in these games uh peter is yeah. but still like i mean he he is one of the later um established villains in this universe so it's not like they're you know it's not like they're following comics or any other media source to a t like right. they they are absolutely able to manipulate and you know kind of create whatever type of you know environment that they that they can for spider-man and and miles so right. like that that is that makes me excited because like you said they could do whatever that they want yeah. with these characters well, and like, they already with the i mean already with the information that we have about you know harry is the one that is potentially going to be coming venom like, yeah you know that's already twisting things and stuff like that which i mean th- as long as they handle the story well i don't really care right as long as you make a good story sure throw some different stuff at me you know like it's not gonna break i I, in the movies i do appreciate like comic accuracy but it's the same thing like if you make a good story you know i can bend on some things right as long as it is a good i care more about it yeah it being a good story like it it can deviate from the source material as long as it still makes sense and as long as it still fits yeah like i guess didn't really hit on it but then i guess i mean we already did spoiler on this but just with this whole movie of how they flipped everything with uh, Miles's uncle with the Prowler, mm-hmm. and I like that. How I mean, you had enough of a change there. If you don't know on Miles's origin, like his uncle Aaron's death, that was his uncle Ben moment in the Ultimate yeah, Comics. Right. Whereas, but here, like he didn't know his uncle Aaron. He's still the whole life of crime. The whole mm-hmm. still the Prowler, right. but it doesn't have that death moment. And I think they, it was interesting. I think they took that and they gave it to Finn in this instead. True. Because that's, was kind of the same. You could probably point to his dad dying in, in Marvel Spider-Man as well. But like, yeah, I mean, he's, he is Spider-Man at this point in this game. So yeah, I mean that, that's definitely another turning point for him as well. So. Right. And so like, that's, so now you have the establishment, like you still have Prowler. So now, does he still go on the route of a good guy? Do they turn him to yeah. be a bad guy to give Miles right. a villain again? I mean, yeah, they give the impression that he's going to, like, at the very end. I think there's another post credit scene where Miles is, like, kind of coping with Finn's death. And I, I, my memory's a little foggy, but they mentioned that he is in prison and he's, like, going to serve serve his service yep. or, or do his, do his time yeah. or whatever. So I think that might be the route they take, but who knows? Which, right, which would change things again, too, because now you're like, well, I mean, that was a big thing in the comics. That was, you know, also that villain. So you put him in prison. But mm-hmm. you're also remembering now who else is in prison. Doc Ock. Yeah. Electro. Yeah. Well, like, so many so people. Like, <laughs> you know, he so could be getting exposed. So, like, there's a lot that true, they could still do for yeah. future stories, you know. That's true. That's true. All right, Zane, last thing before our ratings. What was your favorite suit to play in? Ooh. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. I feel like I switched through it. Like, I was like, I play on this one a while. Okay, I'm going to switch. Mm-hmm. I need to try a different one. Yeah. And then, like, right. yeah. I just kept. You got to get exposure right. through, like, most of them at least. Um. Okay, well, my favorite, like, not for the suit itself, not for the aesthetics of it. Um, I loved the the cat in the backpack. Yes. Not the, yes, like it, that it, was, it awesome. was a very plain design, whatever. But 
the mm-hmm. fact that when you're fighting and the cat would jump out of the backpack and scratch someone <laughs> yes. or hit someone, like oh I was like, gosh, that, that's awesome. So great. This is the coolest and thing it has ever. A Spider-Man mask. And it's, it's got a Spider-Man so mask. Awesome. And it's like as you're flying around, it's like hopping out of the Spider backpack. Cat. Spider and cat. I was like, okay, this is clever. I need more of this in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, it's so great. From actual suit design of my favorite. I really like the Miles 2099 suit. Ooh, yes. That one was... That that suit really... That one stood out to me. I was like, there's just something about... I mean, I really even like that one in the first one. There's just something about Spider-Man 2099. I'm just like, that's such a cool design. I know. That made me, like, wonder about if there is... I'm sure there is in the comics somewhere, but, like, a Miles version of 2099. You know? Like, that made me wonder. I was like, oh. Like, I want to know more about this. Like, this looks awesome. (laughs) And that's why I'm excited to get another Spider-Verse because they're, like, at the end of that... Yes. Well, we got 2099. Like, let's go. Like, I need... I want more Spider-Man 2099. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'm with you. I The first half of the game, I played mostly in that one because that that suit is amazing yeah but the last half i actually was a little surprised at myself the one that i found myself wearing the most because i thought it looked the coolest was actually the prowler suit and like i saw pictures of it before i played through it and i was like yeah it's it's all right it's pretty cool but like the more i wore that the purple and like the neon green looks so good together oh yeah it looks so good. Like, I think and, that's what man. a lot of, like, you can't really go wrong on any... All the suits look good. Right, yeah. And, and I think that's why I feel like I switched in and out of suits way more often on this one than I did even on the, the first Spider-Man game. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. part of that is Miles is still that new enough thing and not as established that you're like, oh, yeah, let's try this right. different stuff. Whereas you get yeah. some of that nostalgia with the first Spider-Man, you're like, right. I want actual Spider-Man suit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what I'm excited for in my remastered playthrough too, because they added a bunch of suits yep. <laughs> uh, in the past like year. They've added the Amazing Spider-Man suit, which is an amazing yep. suit actually. Movies, eh? Suit, the suit is fantastic. <laughs> suit is fantastic, and they added I. I I believe this is right after Far From Home came out, but they added uh, one of the either Far From Home or Homecoming suits that Tom Holland oh. wears too, and that was like that was a while ago right. now. But they added some pretty cool stuff, so excited to play uh, through that again. Definitely. As well. All right, so moment of truth, Zane. We're gonna give our rating now. If you guys haven't heard our rating uh, or aren't familiar with our rating system, uh, we are played that at the beginning. We rate on a scale of six. Um, Infinity Stone. So Zane, what is your rating of Spider-Man Miles Morales? Oh, I mean, like, it's a 6 out of 6. Like, there's no way it could be anything less. Even as I was playing through it, I was like, you could never put it lower than that first Spider-Man game. Like, I was like, I I, I don't think I could put it higher, but at the same time, you're just like, I don't need to put it higher. Like, these set the bar. Yeah, the first one, fantastic. The second one comes on, and it matches that. And so now it's yeah. not necessarily like, oh, higher. Like, they've set the bar. Yeah. They both matched it. Both are six out of six to me. Yep. Well, Zane, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, I am not giving this a six out of six. I'm giving it a 5.999 repeating out of six. Okay. Okay. Max. For that one reason only. 
yeah max did mention that he gave it a 5.9 as well for that one reason only is that i when i got done with this game i wanted more like i i felt like i wasn't satisfied with the amount of spider-man i got and i knew going into it that it's it was short like i understand that but i don't know i just i felt like there was something missing and it wasn't the story the story was amazing but it just needed to be just a tiny bit longer maybe throw in a couple more villains and it was, I mean, it was fantastic either way, but I just had to, I couldn't give it a six out of six just for that reason. But, um, man, fantastic game though. Um, obviously we're both super pumped for the future of Insomniac Spider-Man, uh, universe and gaming. And do you think Zane that will ever get, I mean, we already kind of had Avengers, which Square Enix, you know, came out with, uh, last year, but do you think we'll get another game that is not Spider-Man related by Insomniac at any point? Like a different superhero in the Spider-Man universe? Uh, I mean, maybe. I guess, like, anything's possible. I just, at this point, like, I just don't see the reason why. Like, you're you're killing it with Spider-Man. You're knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Like, let's True. just keep going with that. Like, yeah. And a small studio like Insomniac, I mean, now they have Sony backing too, but like, I mean, I'm sure they can't focus on like so many projects. So, right. So, I mean, hey, if it's going to detract anything from Spider Man, don't do it. <laughs> right. Just focus don't on Spider Man. That's it. That's what Just the people focus want. On Spider-Man. That's what the people want. That's what the people want. Yeah, I agree. Well, Zane, it has been a fun filled uh, episode full of Spider Man. Uh, anything you want to say to the Infinity Bruise universe before we close out here? No, just uh, thanks for listening. Our mini-sode ended up running like an hour. But <laughs> it's not a mini-sode Not really anymore. a mini-sode yep. anymore. It's but... basically a full episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Well, yeah, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. You can listen to the Infinity Bros podcast on any major podcast platform. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, twitch and youtube guys thank you so much for sticking with us through this uh very long minisode it has been a blast uh zane thank you so much for being with me on this minisode. absolutely always a good time and infinity bros universe with great power comes great responsibility remember that always <laughs> we love you 3000 bye. bye thanks for tuning in to the infinity bros podcast you can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at The Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at www.theinfinitybros.com. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>